Aloha. Welcome to the Ronahana Podcast with your host, Brittany. Suck it up, Buttercup. Kenny. It puts the lotion in the basket. Donna. You want to run with me? You're taking pictures. And Ryan. Are we really doing this again? Now, let's get ready for some fun times and furlicks. This is the Ronahana Podcast. Welcome back, Ohana. How's everyone doing? Good. Great. Fantastic. Fantastic. This is episode 12. Is it 12 or are we like season two, episode two? Yeah, I like let's that. go with that. Season two, episode two. <laughs> it was the shortest season one of all time. Uh, it's just a pilot. It was just a pilot. A pi- season one was a pilot and season two, well, we're second episode, so... Let's wait till season two is over with before we call season one the shortest episode, the shortest season ever. <laughs> so what's what's good? What's new? Just enjoying this uh, holiday weekend. Not looking forward to going back to work, but it's only four days, so. I'm lamenting the, the change of season. I am terrified of a COVID fall and winter. And even though this weather right now is absolutely ideal, I am I am very sad about shorter days and colder temperatures very sad i agree my sister lives in colorado springs and it's like 90 yesterday and tuesday it's in the snow oh (laughs) i saw that that's miserable it's been like right terribly hot and within like a 24-hour period they're gonna get dumped on snow but they've got some fires out there so i think the snow is pretty well welcomed so yeah, it, the guess, mornings are getting right. mornings are getting dark, and it, I'm seeing whenever I get out there, I'm like, man, it's like pitch black, and it was just uh-huh. not just yesterday. I was getting out, and it was hot and humid, and sun was shining. But well, see, it's always pitch black in the morning for me. So the the difference is when I come home, and it's also pitch black. Yeah. That's very depressing. It it's is. like living in Alaska. It is. And it just zaps your energy completely. Mm-hmm. Like as soon as you get, oh, why absolutely. does that happen? Do you just think you're supposed to go to sleep? I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> come home when it's dark and it's just, that's the end of exercising after work. Yeah. I think that's why everybody flocks to Florida, you know, for their permanent residence over the winter. They get out of the uh, depressing nature of the, well, at least in the Midwest where you've got dead trees and miserable snowstorms. So not much. Yeah. Time. Yeah. But I hear you. I'm kind of I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to the cooler temperatures because we've been running or active through all this hot, humid weather. And, you know, they say, uh, I guess. Summer training brings the uh, fall PRs, except for there's no fall races to <laughs> PR. Yeah, I think this this year is just an oxymoron because I, I think I normally look forward to it, too. But right now. I live for being outside because there's so few places that you can go and be comfortable inside, you know? So you're either stuck in your house or you're wearing a mask if you're inside. So outside, it's like you're free a little bit. And if that gets squashed, it's going to make me very sad. Yeah. You just got to find lighted areas or get a bright headlamp or something. And a lot of warm clothes. Yeah, well, eventually. I mean, right now it's okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, I'm all about the fall. Like, bring on the pumpkin everything. I'm good. Like, let's go. You know, sweatshirts, whatever. But, um, yeah, the rest of the seasons, you can have it. Brittany, pumpkin spice latte? Is that you? Uh, Well, right now it's a pumpkin spiced ale. (laughs) 
<laughs> we are drinking the pumpkin beer already. Like I said, bring back. Bring, in fact, his mama made a pumpkin pie this weekend. Pumpkin, wow. Pump, a pumpkin what? <laughs> she brought out the pumpkin pie. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and she's got all her Halloween decorations. It was great. <laughs> so is that pumpkin I have pie? Had... Is, that, is that Virginia or is that Atlanta talking right there? You know, I'm Southern. No matter what, whether it was Virginia, whether it's Atlanta, I'm Southern. Bless you. I mean, oh. a lot of times it only comes out when I'm drinking or I'm pissed, but it's there. It just makes you sound very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's because I've been drinking. It's the drinking Southern Belle in me. Oh, goodness. Uh. I wonder if we're going to get into a point where the CDC has checked into PSL as being a way to cure or vaccinate COVID. Dude, I'll drink it all. It's the one time I go to Starbucks, not for not for the lattes, but for pumpkin scones. Mm. This is the only time of year I go to Starbucks to get those. Even that pumpkin bread is good. Like yeah, and the muffin. All the pumpkins. I can't say I'm a hot pumpkin latte lover. I mean, the, the pumpkin frap, maybe, but not, I'm, I'm just not a sweet drinker, right? But yeah, that pumpkin scone is to die mm-hmm. for. Yep, that's good stuff. How about you, Ryan? I don't drink a whole lot of pumpkin spice. Stuff. Yeah, but do you eat it? Oh, yeah, I eat, I eat pumpkin pie. I ate pumpkin pie, <laughs> pumpkin pie with a little whipped cream. Mm, cool whip. Cool whip. <laughs> uh, no, fall is, fall is probably my favorite season, the early fall. Uh, when you start getting into late fall, like early November, and then it starts getting real depressing. So all the way up to Halloween, though, I'm pretty good. So It's birthday month in October, so I always got something to look forward to. True that. Yeah. So what are we going to talk about today? I heard you got a little something, something in the mail. Mm. I did. You want to see my box? I do want to. <laughs> wait, what's in the box? <laughs> what's in the yeah. box? <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> so, so this, this weekend, uh, well, as we've talked about before on previous episodes, I scheduled to run the Boston Marathon in April. It got canceled. I was rescheduled to September. It was supposed to be on the 14th, and that got canceled. And uh, actually, just last week, they announced that uh, registration for the 2021, which my qualifying time, since I didn't get to run this year, is going to um, be usable. Carry over. Yeah, to apply to 2021, assuming my time was still quick enough. At any rate, uh, yeah, so they postponed 2021 registration. So right now the race is still scheduled to go on in eight, next April 2021, but uh, you can't sign up for it yet. So How do you even plan for that? Like that's, oh my It's not a race for, I mean, most of the time, honestly, last minute, like, oh, hey, I got a race next weekend. Let me look at a hotel. You can't do that for Boston. No, no. So, we already booked our hotels with just when it got canceled in. Uh, when September got canceled, we started booking hotels for next April just just to have the chance uh, to hold on to something should it work out and things go forward. But um, And worst case scenario, you cancel them and I think you're only out like a 50 buck cancellation fee. So not a big deal in the scheme of things, but trying to get a hotel in Boston for the marathon weekend 
at a last minute is not ideal. So, um, yeah, so the race is still planning to go on. Uh, registration is postponed. We talked about last week in our last episode that uh, when we were kind of projecting the next run Disney race to come up and we thought that best case scenario would probably be Star Wars, but even that was seemed like a little iffy. And Star Wars and Boston Marathon are always right around the same time. I think Star Wars occasionally will happen the week before or the week after, but both of them are right around the same time in that mid to late April. So seems seems a little questionable at this point, but uh, I signed up for the Boston Marathon virtual experience. And uh, Amazon sent out these boxes to uh, Boston Marathon virtual experience registrants. And uh, I actually, I just took a quick peek in it when I received it late last week, but I actually haven't opened it. So we can chat about and go through it. All right. I mean, this is this would be Let's gr- do it. great material for all of our listening audience because we don't have any video that's going to be posted up. So they're not going to see anything. But <laughs> anyway, but I will say that I think... I think you can Boston. take pictures though. Yeah, we can an unboxing episode. <laughs> yeah, you can take pictures, post it up on Instagram and yeah. Facebook and the website and whatever else go. we have. Oh, you know what? That's great. We'll just put a little plug in here right now. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Run Ohana Podcast. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not if it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. That's our email. You jumped the gun there, Go Kenny. You jumped the gun. <laughs> I wouldn't have missed my mark. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, I think that Boston has done a pretty spectacular job as far as the virtual experience is by no means going to compare anything like the Boston Marathon. I mean, completely opposite ends of the spectrum, right? But I think Boston is doing as well, the BAA, I think they're doing as good of a job as you can possibly expect uh, to pull this off and make it feel um, special to runners. And I put special in quotation marks because it's a virtual experience. And it's I, in my mind, I find it hard. You love to- virtual races. Yeah, we'll get them. back to that. Yeah. Let's talk about my box. We'll talk about <laughs> <laughs> But I, you know, it is it's hard. It's hard. I mean, when you when you've got uh, the crowd just screaming as you're running down the streets of Boston area, I I can only imagine that because I've yet to experience it. And I will not get to experience it, but I will get to run this Boston Marathon virtual experience. So Anyway. It's, it, look, Yay! it's all BS, right? Yeah. Well, look, because it, it, I was there the day you first qualified. It was the most exciting. We were running a race in Savannah. We were watching you the whole time. We ran our half in longer than it took you to run the full, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, just the joy that we felt. Yeah. Yeah. Nowhere compares to the joy that you felt. And then you were like, hmm, I'm going to do even better to guarantee my spot. I mean, you worked your ass off for years. Like we've we've seen you just go through this whole journey, and it is bullshit, bullshit that COVID took this this from you. And I know that you're going to be there, and this is not the same. Yeah, but that's, that's kind. I appreciate that, and it, and I think I think that's part of the struggle with myself and choosing whether to sign up for this virtual experience or not. And it was kind of like. Uh, in one instance, I was like, ah, I'm not going to do this because 
I want my first experience to be running down Boylston and, and that whole bit. And at the other point, I was like, you know what? You worked hard. You earned it. This isn't the experience you were working hard for, but at least try to celebrate the, the work that you did put in and use this as a stimulus to uh, come back and, and, you know, attack it when you do get the opportunity to run down. So that's when I, when I chose to sign up for it, that's the position that I took was that, yeah, I'm going to sign up for it and I'm going to, you know, go with it and just enjoy it and use that as kind of a, um, a celebration. It's a warm of up work. to Boston. Yeah. There yeah, you go. It's warm it's up. Kind yeah. Of warm because up. Yeah. you will be at Boston. Like, yeah, it's, it's going to happen. So this is just your warm up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure that I am not the only first time Boston person that is like, oh man, finally reached Boston. The right. pandemic comes and plagues the world and, you know, kind of robs It's just going to make it that much sweeter though yeah. when you get to do it. I mean, yeah. that celebration is going to be Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it does. It made, and I think my spirits as far as like, oh man, you know, this is my chance to run Boston. I made it, I feel pretty good about where I'm at physically and even mentally on it that I don't I don't feel like it's going to be an issue that I won't ever get the opportunity to run down Boston so I think that's helped manage through it and yeah it's it's the it's the warm-up I guess and the uh the story that you'll be able to tell people all this yeah qualified was gonna run 2020 and all went to hell (laughs) But anyway, I got this cool little box from Amazon and right, BAA, and uh, yeah, so opening it up, and I, what I was going to get say earlier is that I think BAA was, is doing a pretty good job. They have a mobile app that they designed specifically for the virtual experience. Like so many of these big races, they have their own mobile apps for where to find, you know, guest relations or um, runner information tables and how to meet your family and results and that whole bit. But they have a virtual experience and they're going through this whole week. So the the criteria for this virtual experience is you have to you have to uh, run the complete the race uh, between September 5th and the 14th, and uh, then you have to upload your qualify your time and your proof to get submitted into the the results and earn your medal and the whole bit but uh and you do it all through the app and they in the app they've got this virtual toolkit you downloaded which they have um all these eight and a half by 11 sheets of paper that spread out if you print out all of them you can make your uh finish line banner that you oh wow for. and then that's they, kind of fun yeah and they also have so the one of the big uh, iconic features of the Boston Marathon is the finish line that's painted mm-hmm. on the street. And they've got printouts that you can print out for your own start and finish line for the Boston Marathon. And it's themed just like you would see it painted on the street. So it's that's pretty cool. cool. Pretty cool. Uh, so I think I'm actually going to tackle, tackle it on Sunday. So I have one question. All right. so can you submit your time as proof for next year's Boston? So for the virtual. Yeah. So when it was first. Well, this carries over, but I'm curious about if you were running the virtual. Yeah. Are they allowing it to submit? Yeah. That's a great question because right at the beginning when it was first announced, there was a lot of information that was a little unclear. And uh, I did, I did read something that said that if you improve your qualifying time through this virtual experience, you can upload it as a way to improve your BQ. 
And I actually, I never was really thrilled with that idea. Right. And, and taken into account because there's how many races have been ran between last September uh, when qualification uh, ended for 2020 and started for 2021. So September, mid of September through like early through January, March. Yeah. February. I mean, not a whole lot of marathons in that time frame. A couple of big ones like uh, Houston and... Um, uh, Did Shamrock go on? Shamrock's no, it didn't. No, it didn't. It didn't. It didn't happen. They canceled yeah. it. Okay, so that was right there. There's a couple of them I know in December and in January, and at any rate, but there's not a whole lot of opportunities that you know people could have qualified for 2021. So I think that's what's allowing the 2020 qualifiers to come up to 2021, assuming their time is. But to answer your question, I had the final answer that I found recently. And that was part of the reason why I signed up because I was like, man, I don't want some of these people to get better qualifying times and I didn't even give myself a shot. So I signed up for it with that as kind of an additional uh, idea to, to do this. But after reading it, you cannot use your, your virtual time for qualification. So, which I think is fair. It is fair. I mean, it it opens so much room for cheating and exactly, exactly all of that. I know running downhill is, you know, a different animal in itself, but let's be honest. I mean, you, you could construct, a course that would be very, very favorable to improve a marathon time. And yeah, I, you know, who knows? And GPS isn't exactly reliable. So somebody's 26.2 um, may not be someone else's 26.2. If somebody's doing a, a marathon downtown right. Chicago or in New York, their GPS can be bouncing all over those buildings and they're going to be pulling some four, oh, minute, yeah. four, mi- four minute mile split. So it's just it's just not fair, and I, I I think that's right. But I think there was some misinformation there early on that that thought you you would be able to do that. So, anyway, but yeah, I think I'm gonna do it Sunday, and I think I'm gonna get the family involved because I get them out on the streets with a little side by side, carrying fuel and stuff for me, so I don't. Have that's to great. That. That's so, great. And maybe even taking some pictures that we could post up on <gasps> social media. Pictures at Run Ohana Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway so you guys want to see my box here's my box yeah. i do i do <laughs> uh, so in the box they got a little 2020 bib it is a very micro bib right but it's designed That's similar cool. to the boston marathon bib looks like they've got some fueling products in here some insurance wait is everybody is everybody bib number 2020 yeah. Yeah, I think that was a generic bib that they threw in there, but you do have a bib number uh in the virtual app that's assigned to you. I don't even know what okay. it is. So but yeah, everybody's got a unique bib number associated to it. But it looks like they've got a lot of different fuel items, probably sponsors of the race here. Cliff bar, insured protein, some cliff shots, some cliff gel blocks. Any of the stuff you use? No, not really. <laughs> But it's nice. Oh yeah, it's good to have. Yeah, it's quick. Uh, you yeah, know, it's, try it's, it. Yeah, you try it out, and you never know. You might like, have some new flavors. Uh, I got a little sticker here, right? A little unicorn Aww. sticker. Nice. Not that unicorn, Kenny. <laughs> a little guide if you wanted to buy Boston uh, Marathon merch. Oh. I will admit. Wait, to can me, you? Yeah, it looks like you can get the like the marathon jacket. They've got Adidas has a pair of shoes that you can get that are all Boston Marathon 2020 specific. Uh, the colors that they had chose for this year's gear 
was the red, white, and blue. And I don't know if that was coordinated with the Olympics being this year as well or what, but oh. the color palette was really nice. So it's really kind of disappointing. And I will admit that being the new Boston Marathon qualifier, I was like, oh, I'm going to get the jacket, you know, all kind of those fun little nuances, you know, with your very first one. And I had no idea whether those jackets, like, sell out quickly or anything like that so as soon as i made my registration as soon as my registration was accepted it was like that november or december i think i purchased the jacket and got a little hat to go with it that's like okay anything else i'm gonna wait to the expo and splurge a bunch of money there well <laughs> thank goodness i stopped with the jacket and the hat right? <laughs> so now you know, for a while there i was like okay can these can these sell on ebay as collector's items or what <laughs> They'll tell a funny hey, the, story. The, the one that never happened. Yeah, yeah exactly I still think right. you need to just hang on to yeah. it. Because no, not everybody's going to have that. A lot of people love that Disney hat that never happened. Like that is yeah. Yeah, half that's marathon right. shirt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's still a memory. It's just not the one you thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah. And if it says I did it, you can just change it to I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it virtually. I did it not. <laughs> To be honest, that and now having that jacket and the hat is like, okay, I have to run this race, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? As we'll get into after this, I don't have a whole lot of ambition with virtual races to finish them, <laughs> but I will have to do it here because I will feel guilty and terrible for wearing a, a hat and a jacket. That's pretty well it. So wait, so if you do it virtually, you're cool with wearing the jacket? Yeah. I, I think you should be. I think you should yeah, be. You did I mean, it. Yeah, I, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. No, I'm no, that's that's a fair question, and, and and yeah, and I don't honestly, I don't even know where my mind would be at on that. I would have it, but I'm trying to think of where appropriate places to like really wear it. You're you'll be wearing it. Well, uh, they wear it everywhere. <laughs> Come on yeah. now, I, you, Ryan. I mean, I mean, I know we're going to talk about virtual races, but every virtual race I have done this year, I have a my the shirt and medal that I got doesn't say virtual. But yeah. I still wear it because I did it. Yeah. Well, look, I think so. Here's here's the difference. You earned the Boston. You earned it. Hands down, earned it. Whether you, even whether you run the virtual or not, you earned the ability to go, and you would have gone, and you would have ran it, and you earned that jacket. So wear it and wear it proudly. Yeah, but there's a finishing element to the whole thing. Is it? That's know, why you got to run the virtual. Exactly. That's, that's why I'm so running on Sunday. Good exactly. grief. Exactly. Exactly. Twenty-six point two miles. It's like nothing. It's like nothing. I mean, that's like child's play, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I thought it was. I mean, there wasn't anything like really spectacular, and this was kind of a side piece um, to everything going on with the BAA. This was actually done by Amazon, who's a sponsor of the Boston Marathon, and they put this together for the first ten thousand runners that registered for the virtual experience. So wow. That's it. That's all. That's what's in my box. That's cool. That's a cool box. We're excited to hear how you do on your virtual. Probably the last month or so, I really wasn't looking forward to it. And I actually started to, I had a lot of regret that yeah, I even signed up for it. Honestly, I really did. I was, you signed up for a virtual race and I was just, uh, I, I just can't get behind a whole lot of virtual races to me. And this is, uh, we're going on a tangent here. 
It's okay. Go. Rest, this is what go. we wanted to talk about. This is what you, you wanted. This you guys. You guys wanted this episode. Yes. Uh, but it's 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 not. I have. I don't have anything against virtual races. Um, right now, in this time that we're in, I think they're very necessary and probably more necessary for some than others. For me, it's not. I don't. I don't need a whole lot of motivation to get out the door to go run. I quite enjoy the experience of just running in general. I certainly miss the race experience um, and meeting up with friends in that respect. Uh, but if it's just a matter of getting out the door to go run 5, 10, 15 miles, 20 miles, I have no problem in getting myself out the door. Occasionally, we all have those days where we're a little slow getting out the door. But as far as generally finding a motivation to get out the door to run, I I don't have that. Um, and that's where virtual races can really help uh, provide some sort of experience or something to target and look forward to for some to get out the door and something to target and train for and, and so be it. But for me, I see value in virtual races really in two areas. And, and one is being charity and another being community. And, you know, if, if a virtual race has a charity that, you know, is behind it and, you know, the majority of the funds are going for it, by all means, I'll sign up for the virtual race. And whether I race it or easy jog it doesn't really matter. I'll find, sign up because it's the experience and you're creating uh, what leads into the next, a little bit of a community. Um, and that is, we've done a couple of community virtual races, right? And our friend Jackie has put together a couple of them online in a group and you know they're fun experiences because you know that there's other people uh, that you're communicating with and a social media group or something that's all doing this same virtual experience and you're sharing the pictures and the whole bit and there's a fun discussion going on about it. And really it's those two things that I would really get motivated to sign up for a virtual race. Otherwise... I've signed up for them before and some of them I don't even run. <laughs> you know, it, it was like, okay, I signed up. I think one of them, I signed up for a Jeff Galloway virtual race one time a few years ago. Signed up for it. Mailed me the medal. Mailed me the bib and the whole bit and the t-shirt and everything. And I think it was a half marathon I think I signed up for. And I don't think I ever ran the half marathon. I don't know. So how I've got this shirt and I got this medal and I've got for nothing, but I don't know. Am I, am I, on, am I on an Island here? I, you guys are staring at you. Like, so look, like I got four eyes. No, I've run very few virtuals, right? So the first one I did, um, a friend of ours and senior was raising money for autism and he offered this really cool, uh, autism, uh, goofy metal that I really liked, but I did it for him, right? So I got a group of girlfriends to agree to do, a, I think it was just a 5K with me. Um, and we all met at a park and, and set the path and we all ran the 5K and took pictures and finish line and, and all that, you know, but it was just to help our friend raise money um, with bringing together a group to, to have some fun one Saturday morning. Um, another one was because I love raw threads. And I saw that uh, they were sponsoring the celebration half and full marathon. So for $35, you could get a raw thread shirt. 
mm-hmm. and like whatever other swag that they offered, I, I was already doing like Goofy. So I submitted my time for the, the marathon portion of Goofy to, to the celebration marathon. And I got like all, it wasn't just the shirt, which was worth $35. Uh, it was the medal, this bag, and a whole bunch of other stuff that they sent me, um, which is cool. And I think I did do Jeff Galloway, and I think that was just because the team that you know were part of Team Shenanigans. I think a lot of them were doing it the first year, so I did it. And I, I I'm with you. I don't know if I actually ran that one. I think I ran the. But first they don't care. Year. They don't yeah. make you. Yeah, they don't make you really submit. You know, you may do it and submit, it, and they've already sent you the crap. Um, the one, you know, I think that when Disney first came out with the virtuals, a lot of people are like, wow, they're really trying to make a lot of money for nothing. Right. You know, now they're getting people to pay for medals, but it was more about getting the kids to run. I think like really like families getting their kids like, Hey, we can do this, this, this race together. We'll, we'll train, we'll run. And then we're going to get these really cool Disney medals and they, you can print out the bibs and, you know, all sorts of neat things. So you know, when you put it in that perspective, I think that those types of virtuals are good. If they can't come down to Disney and or they can't, you know, afford all their kids um, to to buy, which is expensive even for the 5K, you know, they could do this virtual race with their kids in the neighborhood. And I think that was cool. I agree. I think that sometimes the experience of it and knowing other people are doing it makes it fun. I know with um, COVID especially, Again, being outside and just finding things to do that were a little bit outside the box since I can't go to places I normally go or do things I normally do. Those were, you know, there were a couple of different challenges I ran because um, that was just something new and something fun. And I would have local friends here who ran with me or um, there was one or two I did at the same time that I knew Aaron was doing or something like that. And same with Disney. I agree that those... I mean, I guess I just do it because I like the medals, which is just kind of a joke since they're still sitting in a box on the table over there. But um, but it kind of just makes me excited to think I'm getting that. And when those are heavy duty medals, like those are those are nice. The, the virtual ones that Disney sends out are nice, are still really nice medals. And so I agree if you can get that for your kids to do it or somebody who's not normally a runner or who can't travel to Disney to to do that. This is this is the next best thing at the same on the flip side of that. I'm with Ryan. There are some that it's just like, you got to be kidding me. I'm not just I, I can't just keep paying. I don't need another T-shirt. I don't need another medal. Um, although, it, uh, although if it's going to help keep a certain race that I enjoy running for real, like keep that company going, then right. I'm, then I'm a little more willing to fork over the money to do it, even though I'm running a 5k anyway, just cause that's what I'm doing this morning. You know what I mean? Well, I think so, COVID, that was the other reason is you yeah. know, we have a lot of running, uh, uh, companies or, or companies that, we we really enjoy the races that they put on normally. Right. Um, they may not make a lot of money. They may be, you know, nonprofit, whatever. Um, they're the ones suffering through all this. You know, mm-hmm. they can't put it on. They, they can't get the money. Um, they may have to refund all this money. So to support them and keep right. them afloat through COVID so that hopefully they will come back. And I'm not saying the big races like rock and roll or anything like that. More the your, your smaller, you know, hometown races you know, support them in their, their virtuals, just, just to keep them going in the float so that they can put them back on at some point. Right. 
Yeah, you make a great point about, and I think that's probably, I would add that as like a third criteria for me is, is that with race directors, favorite races, local races that are suffering and, and for them to be able to maintain operations and to be able to put on races again whenever things do settle down, they kind of need to pull off a few virtual races or something to stabilize, you know, profits for their organization. So I would I would add that to as an extension for for me to run a virtual race. But I mean, honestly, at the beginning when COVID really started canceling a lot of a lot of things in March, every Tom, Dick, and Harry that had an idea for a virtual race on social media was coming up with them, and I think that's what really lit my fire about virtual races in that so much of this shit was a, a money grab and, and right. is not, it's not even companies like Disney or anything else. This is just like some influencer or whatever runner online that wanted to come up with some sort of COVID race and generate some money. And some of them, I've even seen some virtual race and these aren't money grabs, obviously, but virtual races that are free, like, what, what does it well, do for you? Okay, I can talk to that a little bit because I'm part of um, the Spark. You know, I run in those Sparkle Athletic skirts, yeah. right? And so we're part of the Sparkle Squad or Sparkle Athletic or Team Sparkle or whatever you want to call it. Anyway, every week they have a themed, quote unquote, virtual race. And you don't have to sign up for it, but they do. Sometimes they'll have downloadable bids. A lot of most weeks they have a picture of a medal that you don't get, but you could pose with it like you can Photoshop it into your hand or whatever, if you want to do that. And it is just the feeling of community. It is knowing again, that those, these same girls or, or it's mostly women um, are all going to be using this specific skirt or this specific, whatever. And we're all, when we run, it's not a specific distance. It's whatever you want, but it's just kind of it's just the idea of knowing there's other people out there doing the same thing and kind of cheering each other on. I, I love it. But I you, love it. You, you said a key word in that description. You said community. Right. And to mm-hmm. me, to me, that is, that's worth it. I mean, that would be, that would be okay. something. I guess the way you said it in the beginning, you were kind of like, what in the world would you ever want to sign up for a free virtual race for? And I guess that's, I'm giving you my answer. Yeah. If you knew nobody else running it, you're just signing up to sign up. Why? Yeah. And then it's gotta be, it's gotta be a community thing, but you know, for some generic virtual race to be posted on Twitter, Hey, sign up for my virtual race. It doesn't cost anything or it costs five bucks or 10 bucks. Why do I, why should I sign up for your virtual race? Is it, is it going to a great charity? Do you have a really, well-established or well-laid-out plan to generate a, a good community behind this virtual race? Or are you associated to a race that is otherwise suffering because you can't have in-person races? Beyond that, if you're just throwing up a virtual race to throw up a virtual race to... I don't know. I guess I don't know if I've I've actually seen a virtual race that was just said, hey, sign up for this without there being a community to follow it. I should so. I, I, I mean, that was very You have? Yeah. Okay. I've seen, no, I've seen many I've seen many medals. Like people keep posting, you know I love porta potties, right? So there's some porta potty medal that you can run a virtual and get. It means absolutely nothing. It's not mm-hmm. part of any group. It's not part of it's just, hey, you want this medal? 
pay this amount, we'll send it to you. I, that's all these are. And there's, there's tons of those. Yeah. Um, and I think, the, I think those are the ones that I have the biggest problem when the key piece of the whole experience is the metal. I've ran races right, for cool right. metals, right? But you're running those races in person and we're also meeting up with friends and whatnot. So the metal is a piece of, of the reason, but it's not the sole reason. And when you've got these virtual races where even if they're, you know, killer metals, you know, or fun medals, it's it's hard for me to sign up for a virtual race because of a medal or because of some other randomness. Does that make right. sense? Yes. I will say, I will say to a caveat, Donna's like, she's, <laughs> Donna's she's like, if I like that metal, man, I'm going to run. She's looking it. to the clouds. I, she's trying to find the right words to politely tell me to <laughs> shut the F up. No, 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 no. No, I'm just, I'm trying to decide where the, where are the differences? Like, because you're right. Some people just throw it up there because it's a cool metal. And there are plenty of people who just want the cool metal. But at the same time, I don't know if I've ever seen, I guess what I'm stuck on is I don't think I've ever seen a free virtual race where you're not no, getting anything that you wouldn't be doing if there wasn't community involved. And so maybe that's where I'm just, I'm just putting my. Yeah. I don't want to call any virtual it races out specifically I mean, because I don't want anybody getting butt hurt, but I have, I saw them okay. at the beginning of COVID uh, okay. and that was like, but was that Why? just to get people to run or, or yeah, something to was, do for and, COVID? And it was. Because to offer it to be free is, is, is not something you normally see. No. Right. And, and I think that's all it was. And, and it was just, um, I think there was a no, no existing community behind it. And I think there was a, a purpose to try to generate a new community behind this virtual experience and motivate people. So I guess in that aspect, I can't fault them. But those were like a dime a dozen in March, and uh, maybe. But I don't. I guess I don't know if I think they're so terrible. If you're not asking anybody for money, and you're just trying to build this community up, and I get why you don't want to, but you're not losing anything by signing up for it. Yeah, you're going to run anyway. Yeah. I mean, I, well, I don't know. Your point. You're telling me I'm, I'm being a cranky pants. <laughs> is what you're telling me. I'm being a cranky pants. Well, no. and all that to say. We are offering as part of Run Ohana a virtual race. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. oh, that'd be funny. No. It, raise money for <laughs> more We really should have planned that, guys. We should have planned that. <laughs> I will never rule out that idea ever down the road. But again, if if I am a part of putting it together, it will be a part of one of the, th the, the things I mentioned is community, community. or charity. And probably both, or both. because, yeah. yeah, I think that's, I think that's the only right reason for virtual races. I mean, and as we mentioned, maybe supporting the existing races that can't function as in-person races at the moment and getting them through this, uh, this state I of the world. Say, as, yeah. As, as I come, that was a complete joke, right? I will say that one of the <laughs> other things that I, I would be all for, having a, a podcast virtual race um, to raise money for us in lieu of like any of that other type of, of pod bean or, or any of that crap. Patreon that I don't or whatever. Yeah. I, I just, I, I can't get behind that, but I can get behind if we want to hold something fun that people want to get behind. Maybe half of it goes towards, you know, the cost of, of doing a podcast and the other half goes towards a charity, but that's, 
That's just me thinking way far ahead that nobody has talked about. So. Are, we have to make sure so. we have another season of the podcast. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're like on season four. <laughs> you're on, you're like we season nine at this help. point. Way things are going. <laughs> but I I will say, and you mentioned Run Disney, and I think you're right. The medals that they make for the vir- virtual experience, they have got they're better than you know in person like big race medals. Those virtual race medals have got to be the best virtual race medals. And as honestly, I, I wouldn't sign up for it just for the medal. I was close. The space mountain and the haunted <laughs> mansion really close. But right. The way that I, the way that I would do that is as you guys had mentioned was bringing that experience home and encouraging my kids to get behind it because Disney is a brand that my kids can easily get behind even if it involves running, right? And to, right. to, you know, hey, let's go all out. Let's have a little fun with the costuming of some sort or the theming of the metal and associate that with, you know, the gear that we wear to complete the race. That is kind of along the lines of the community experience that, that I would align that with. And I nearly signed up for it. As expensive as virtual run Disney races are, I nearly, nearly signed up. In fact, I did go back and I was going to sign up for it, but the one I was going to go to do one of the five Ks and, and the one I was going to do was sold out. And by the time I decided to maybe check one of the other ones, they were all sold out. So you got to act quick. I signed up for them. <laughs> <laughs> but I still haven't gotten my medals, which is very upsetting. Do you, I'm still waiting on them. Yeah, and I heard, I heard a lot of people actually kind of wait. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that given Run Disney hasn't been able to hold any in-person races, I'm shocked that they actually haven't spawned more of these summer series races off um, throughout you know winter and who knows what, maybe in spring. I mean, they, they sold out rather quickly. You would feel like the money grab of all money grabs yeah. would be available and would be right there for the taking if they chose to open it up. But I don't I don't know. I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm actually surprised they didn't open up to more for the existing race that they already have once it sold out so quickly. I agree. I don't know if there's some like big thing behind it that we don't know about, but it seems like a very easy process because – even with Run Disney, you don't you don't have to uh, submit a time or anything. You basically just pay the registration fee and they send you the medals. And they have some printable, downloadable bibs and mile markers that you can do. You know, I'm sure Boston was where they got their idea from, right? Or <laughs> vice versa. <laughs> um, but you, so I mean, you can have fun with it. And it was the same thing again. I mean, yes, I was tempted because of the medals, but I also found a group of women who were all, we were all just running it on the same weekend and, you know, get your outfits together and, you know, post to social media. And it's just another little community thing going on. So I I am surprised that they haven't, I mean, they could do something like every season really, or, or now that they started with these attraction medals, they could go, they could do every attraction in the park. My goodness. Yeah, it seems it seems like it's like just laying on a platter there for them to yeah. take the advantage of the opportunity. I don't know about the almighty buck. The mighty dollar. And I, I don't know. I would have no problem. Like I said, I was actually for it 
and, and doing something to inspire my kids to kind of get out there and share the uh, share a few miles with them in a Disney themed virtual race with a Disney killer medal for their reward at the end of it. So, yeah. Yeah. How do you guys next time? Yeah. Next time. How do you guys feel about when you sign up for a virtual race and you have, say you sign up for a half marathon virtual race and maybe you're signing up for a run Disney half virtual race, like the wine and dine $250 virtual race. That's absurd, no, I will say I actually did not sign up for that one. Like I, I registered for wine and dine, but when it came down to choosing virtual or refund, I went refund this time. Yeah. Same. That was just a little bit pricey. I mean, those medals were amazing, but no, I couldn't justify it. Yeah. But how do you feel about signing up for say a half marathon virtual race or even a 5k virtual race? And you have an in-person, obviously this is pre-COVID, but you have an in-person 5K or half marathon already on the schedule. How do you feel about racing that in-person race and counting your virtual race for that race as well? Didn't I 10 minutes to say that's what I did? <laughs> I did. Yes. That. That's what I did. For, oh, I totally um, missed that. I, mean, I was, <laughs> yeah. I was listening, but I missed the connection. I just wanted to show. You got a rock That's right. Yeah. From celebration, and since I was already in Florida doing uh, the goofy, I submitted the full time. Okay. it. So you. <laughs> I mean, I did. So clearly, clearly, <laughs> clearly, I'm not even paying attention here. But no, I did. I did hear you, and I actually had totally forgotten that because it was on my list of questions here to bring up, and I had totally forgotten that we already touched on it, but I didn't circle back on it. But. You want to say it's wrong, don't you? I don't want to say it's wrong because I don't want to say anything that we're talking about here is wrong. Two medals for the price of two. (laughs) Each their own is the way that I'm saying it. If it works for you, that's totally cool. For me, that they're separate races. I think it's it's why you're doing it to begin with. I wanted the shirt. I, I only did because I couldn't believe $35 got me a raw thread shirt and this other crap. So, like, I'm really going to do two marathons. <laughs> I wouldn't have, right? I'm not doing that. Maybe it, that maybe should have been my first path, clue. But, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think maybe, it, you know, if there is, if a virtual race is asking you to submit a time for, their virtual experience. And that time is also coming from an in-person race. Actually, I know of an in-person race going on and someone's running for a virtual experience for Boston. So they're running an in-person marathon and they're going to use that as their virtual Boston. And Mm. that's what sparked my like WTF. (laughs) But see, I almost think that that's different. Separate races. You had signed up for Boston it was something that you qualified for or you got a charity bib or whatever to go do. And then you agreed to do it virtually. I feel like that's got a lot more heart and desire in it than me just wanting a raw thread shirt. <laughs> no, yeah, but seriously, no, that's I what I mean. It, it's, it's where it's, it's why you're signing up for it. Yeah. If it's just like, because you want whatever's in the swag bag, then who cares if you are doing an in-person or what you're submitting? I mean, you don't even, let's be honest. 
You don't even have to submit anything to get that crap. They're going to send it regardless because yeah. you pay for it. But for something like Boston Virtual, I think that your heart and your 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 everything about you is just in it for a completely different reason. I, I've had this discussion with people too, and I think I think I agree. Like the Boston one seems like that should be done separately. And there are certain races if you sign up for them, you're saying I'm going to do this distance on its own. But then again. I am running right now across Texas with a group of people. Right now, you and I, you look like yes. you're in Virginia. I know it's crazy. No, but we're <laughs> running virtually across Texas as a team. And then I'm, I was also running up the Pacific Coast Trail with another or Crest Trail with another group of people. Oh, and you're part of too many teams. I know, and there was zero way that I was gonna run double the diff distance every day just because i had to log in two different places two separate races well i said <laughs> two separate groups on that one so anyway thankfully california's done um which was a lot of fun but that again i will tell you these were eight women that i didn't really know i only knew one girl on the team and it was really cool just being able to get to know them on a different level and see each other's posts every day. And we're all from different places, but now we have this common thing and it's really cool. I mean, I, I'm really happy I did it and I love the shirt and the metal's really cool. So I'm glad that I did it, you know, even though it was, I don't, I have no idea what the money went towards to be honest with you, but I really enjoyed that experience. So I stand by my virtual races. <laughs> it's bringing you something, and that's the point. It's not like you're just paying money for a medal. Right, right. And now the same with the Texas one. You know, this is a smaller group, and the camaraderie is there. And again, you see the posts. You got cheering each other on. Oh, I did this today. It's just it's There is nice. no smaller group in Texas. Everything in Texas is big. <laughs> No, I guess the answer is it depends, right? It depends. Yeah. It does. depends where yeah. your mind, where your heart. And... Well, there was discussion of that too, because like, is it even legal? Are you allowed to do that? Because I was also crossing Maryland at one point, and I had to have that too. And I like, am I supposed to be using it for all these different places? So you got to do what you feel good about. You know, if you can live with yourself, just go ahead and put the wild. <laughs> And it's a virtual <laughs> race and a virtual experience here. If you can live with yourself. Holy cats, what have we become? <laughs> she earned all the medals. Oh, man. It's yep. all good. Just like I swear I earned that that virtual celebration. Yep. I mean, I was in Florida. Was that a green shirt? I got a I yes. got I, that one too. <laughs> crazy. You it have to. Yep. You know, you mentioned, Brittany, earlier, you mentioned rock and roll races, and that just kind of goes off into another idea here as far as these races, like rock and roll has been in a rough spot for the last few years. For a long, yeah, it's not just since COVID. Yeah, not since COVID, but it feels like COVID may be the dagger for rock and roll experiences. Well, Iron Man, didn't they buy them out last year or the year before? Yeah, I'd have. I should have did podcast research before this. If I knew we were going to get into this topic. That. That's but, no fun. No, um, I think, I Iron, think Man, Iron Man bought them out. Iron Man and 
uh, rock and roll races got bought out by a company, and I think one company, um, foreign company, owns both of the race experiences. And I don't know. So many cities have been canceled pre-COVID, and now right. since COVID, many of these in-person races have been uh, either converted to virtual races or uh, runners have been given, I think, the option to defer to another year or even defer to another city. And I think there's a lot of runners that are like, mm, give me my money back because I'm not so sure that 2021 is going to happen and I'm not so sure that a race in another city is going to happen in regards to rock and roll races. So uh, it's kind of disappointing because I think several years ago, rock and roll was a pretty good experience. I know the one mm-hmm. in St. Louis went from a marathon to a half marathon only. And then ultimately the half marathon got canceled. And the first year that I ran it, it was a very fun experience. Um, and then after that, you started seeing fewer and fewer bands along the course and seemed like entertainment was really hard to come by. Good entertainment anyways. Well, I think that they've always struggled with that. You know, they, they'll say that they're going to have bands everywhere. And I know some rock and roll races, they lived up to it. Others, it was dead for most of the race. Um, and that was way before COVID. It was even way before the buyout. It's just, you know, whether or not at the end of the day, they can get the, the talent out there. Yeah. And I guess given weather conditions, if it's, it's great. Or yeah. And it's a great concept. I mean, you know, I love all everything that rock and roll does the, the all the different medals the price point like for the the price of most half marathons you can do three of them you know if you buy that that tour pass um so if it's if it's something that you want to go and see a different place i was all about rock and roll i, I thought it was a great well run you know for the most part most of the rock and roll races i've done very well run very fun um even if they didn't have all the bands that they promised, it was still fun. And you got to see cool places. Kenny pulled up the, the thing. Endurance sports organizer Ironman has announced its acquisition of competitor group holdings, owners of the rock and roll marathon season. And that happened, wait, valued at $250 million. Holy crap. Wow. They couldn't have been doing that bad. But they were also, you know, worldwide. They had... Um, wasn't it like DC to, to Mexico? I mean, they had all sorts of different, even one country to the next type races. Oh, the, the rock and roll, um, Ireland, Ireland I, I think yeah. was huge. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Run Disney. I feel like really brought the challenge races and the extra medals and the pairing of all that i think they really brought that to mainstream in some sort and i'm sure there's right. races that did it before them but i feel like at least in my experience that really came first and run disney for me and then it seemed like well once goofy, in the same weekend right in yeah the same weekend yeah right, yes, right. you know the goofy yeah, yeah, yeah. the dopey or you right. know that's kind of what what kicked it off the goofy metal and then you know uh, later you get the dopey metal and then you every race weekend started then having its own challenge where you run the 10 K and the half marathon. And I think it was a lot of that success of multiple races in the same race weekend that really spawned rock and rolls grouping of all of their races. And then they started doing this, you know, three city pass, you know, it was kind of world tour thing. And, you know, just, they had the, (laughs) 
a challenge race for every possible challenge and they had a cool yeah. medal to go with it which you know but yeah it's kind of disappointing because it, if you know if something does happen to them it takes a big name out of the picture as far as all these races and so many the rock and roll savannah was a, a big race down there huge so much fun yeah that one was so fun so i don't I imagine some of those key races they'll try to hang on to and maybe read like washington dc i think it's a huge rock and roll race yep. you know that one i feel like they'll yeah the philadelphia one absolutely um yeah, even the beach. yeah bell to the beach was uh the virginia beach to the the philadelphia yeah. Um, and I think that Virginia Beach is, is one, you know, it's one that the locals say they'll never run, but they do every year anyway, because it's so effing hot. In fact, it would have been this weekend, Labor Day weekend. Um, so yeah, I think, I, I hope that they come back because again, you can say what you want about rock and roll, but like I said, if you want to go somewhere, um, and you want to visit a new town or you want to just be able to go to three different places that, well, how much was it? Was it a hundred, 120 for the three tour pass? That's insane when you think about half marathon costs. Yeah. So totally worth it. Yeah. You would think that maybe even a little bit more. I mean, that seem, that does seem very reasonable. You would think that if they just upped it just a touch more, they might be able to lock in some of these talent and entertainment that it's along the course yeah. and whatnot. Las Vegas. Rock and roll. Las yeah. Vegas. I was going to say avenge the strip. If they bring back Disneyland races, please bring back Avengers and then rock and roll to avenge the strip. Cause yeah. I didn't know that was a thing <laughs> and I missed it. But <laughs> I would love to do that. I would love, love, love to do that. Um, just the half marathon. That's I hear like you're stupid to do the full, but that's another night race. There's not a lot of night races and that, um, the rock and roll Las Vegas is at night. Yeah. Yeah, I miss night races. Speaking of night races, wine and dine yeah. coming up. Yeah. I wish Should that was it. a night race. Look, it took a lot for me to sign up for this wine and dine. A lot. And I wonder if it's not, uh, what do you call it? Like, faith that it got canceled? Because I swore I would never do one until they brought it back tonight. I just think it's wrong. Dad and Tower of Terror, man, bring that one back too. Yes, that would be fun. It's just, it's, it's a unique experience. It's so different than all the early morning races. and Yeah. And you train different. Like, it's, it's just, it's a different, you know, if you're not used to running at night and, and when do you eat and what do you eat for dinner? I mean, those are all the things that I struggled with for my first and only wine and dine. Um, and then the fact that you could do the 5K early morning and I don't nap. I mean, it was like a big deal that weekend. Like, it was, I hated every moment of it. But I loved it at the same time, right? hated it <laughs> loved it like it was crazy uh but yeah when they put it to morning like why you're just making it like every other race mm-hmm. and then this year it was the villains so i was back but the villains would have been a perfect time to roll back to a nighttime race how yeah would that have mm-hmm. been mm-hmm. yeah so cool run disney make us the race directors we'll take it then. did we have we talked about why you think they went from the nighttime to morning so that they could get the 10k in there they did it the year for the 10k so oh so they could do the challenge unless they made it a whole weekend so now instead of having the 5k in the morning on saturday and then the half at night on saturday and then allowing everybody to do the after party and then people could it was the one weekend that you could actually fly in and fly out and not have to take any time to work 
And instead, they wanted more money because they're greedy sons of bitches. And they did the Friday morning 5K, the Saturday morning 10K, and the half. I know, sorry. <laughs> He's kicking me out. Anyway, every other weekend that they have, now it's like nothing else. So what's the point? Yeah, I would have given up the 10K to keep it a night race. If that, I, mean, right? that's a, I, I agree. I, maybe there's some park or bring back to it as well, but. We kept thinking that if they were going to do villains, they were going to bring back Terror Terror. Yeah. Because that, too, was just the coolest night race. Um, and it was 10 miles. It wasn't a half. It, you know, it was for people right. who wanted to try in, in between. It was a perfect distance. Like, it, that was so much fun. I mean, even um, Kenny mentioned was that the Everest. No, there was Expedition Everest that they yeah. stopped doing, too. That was neat. It was that was really hunt. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep. you don't get those races. No. It, it was a 5K scavenger hunt followed by a 5K. Yep. And then yep. Animal Kingdom was open. You yep. know, but back then that it wasn't was so open fun. at night, so it was probably easier to do. But still, they could find a way to do that one again, oh, too, and, easy. and keep it at night. Yeah. 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 Well, I didn't know if it was due to some construction that was happening, because now I feel like things are... Not the wine and dine. No, they they did that. No, but Tower of Terror money. because there was so much going on in Hollywood Studios. About that, but why can't they? Well, yes, you're right. There was a lot of talk of it being because of construction, um, which I guess is not done. Mm. I mean, they're still building the Star Wars stuff up, aren't they? The hotel yeah, and whatever. Well, the hotel, I guess. But I don't but even yeah, they, feel like you, I don't even do feel it. like you see that though when most, you're in the yeah, park. Most of, I'm trying to remember. Most of it was outside of, you know, if you think of Star Wars race, the, the first one, didn't it end at ESPN? No, it ended inside of Hollywood Terror. Um, but it was a lot of it was outside of the park. So I feel like they could still do it. Only did it for one year. But yeah, it ended in Hollywood Studios. But it, you, I remember running through a field and I remember being out on the streets. Like a lot of it was outside of the park. I don't know. They can do it. They can do it. Bring it back. Please. Stop being greedy and put wine and dine back at night. Like nobody wants to come back on Sunday night for the after party. Nobody. Uh, And granted, I, like I said, I hated every moment because I hated the fact that I had to go through security um, and then check my bag. And then when I was done running it uh, after, and this was one where they, they, they cut down half the course like we started what an hour and a half late. Yeah. We cut half the course. So we we're already pissy anyway. And then it took like another hour after we were done to go back through security to get into the after party. Like that's yeah, what annoyed right. me. Like I you're shouldn't right. have to go back through this. And, and we were trying to, to change. Like they just had those big tents that you could change God, it was in. Horrible. That yeah. Was, yeah. It was just horrible. And like, then the lines ended up being ridiculous anyway. Right. Like you could barely get anything to eat. I, yeah, I remember that. But once you got in and started drinking, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like leading up to all that. It was just miserable. But I would love to have done it when it wasn't all the crap that we had to go through for that one. But yeah. still at night, right? Yeah. Still at night. Maybe someday. Maybe someday. Let's do a virtual night race. <laughs> a virtual night race. <laughs> a virtual night. Well, let's hold off on, uh, as it gets closer to the. <laughs> Let's hold off to closer to the uh, Christmas holiday when the Christmas lights come up, and then we can visualize like we're running through the Osborne lights, right? Actually, yes. yeah, we oh, have a local right. park they that does one here. Away. 
Well, we have a we have one of those things that you can drive through here for Christmas lights, and they always before they open it for driving, they do two different events. One is a running a five k, and you run through it, and I love every second of it. And the other one is they do a wine tasting night there, and they oh, have neat. fire pits so you can do s'mores, and um, they have a they they just put you in like a covered wagon, and you can go and you drive through with all with your wine, and that's a really nice event too. That's cool. Yeah. They so so you know I love J and A. So their Shamrock Race. Yeah. I remember the very first time I did it, kind of like wine and dine. Um, it was. There's so much to talk about, right? But basically, let's just say that I love being the porta potty because my pee was warm for the first time all day, oh. and I never wanted to leave. It was miserable. It was like sleeting on us the whole time. It was just horrible. And I swore I'd never do it again, right? Never. It was like a ten mile race on the boardwalk in December. It was just the worst idea. And then the next year, they made it like a ten k at night on the boardwalk with all the Christmas lights going on, and I was like. Dang it, I'm in. And it was Christmas like night and day. Better. Right. It was so much more fun. They had cookies out there and just, uh, they gave you a Santa suit to run. So it's just, just I cool. Like think, night races are cool. I think actually this is a great idea for a virtual community run. Christmas lights. Look, we're going right, to right, have to take out. pictures right, of specific Christmas decorations. <laughs> and this is a thing. <laughs> and Ryan's Ryan, gonna love it. it. He's gonna Ryan, love you it. You are gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Donna's gonna make it so much fun with all her picture <laughs> ideas. It'll be like a scavenger hunt and a night yes. race with Christmas lights. Yes. Down. Yes. I will start yes. running again for that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we've got to do it then, right? <laughs> yep. Oh, Pretty much. Mercy. That's funny. Bet you didn't think that was going to come out of your virtual race conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Not so you at have all. to get on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, people, so that you can be part of Donna's first <laughs> annual Christmas night virtual race. Oh, I can't wait. This is all Neither you, can Donna. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> and you can follow along at Run Ohana Podcast on all social media. We're not on TikTok. We're not on TikTok yeah. yet. No, we are not. No, isn't that like illegal or some crap? Everybody tells me, my dad's telling me, which I I always ignore my dad. And then my sister's um, husband said, oh, no, China is like they have everything. He's like, don't download the app. You can do online, but don't download. Don't download. I've been drinking. Download the app. So him I listen to. <laughs> my dad never. If we get 10,000 Instagram followers... Can, oh no! We will we will oh, sign up Ryan. for it. We will sign up for a TikTok account, and Kenny will dance to the WAP. <laughs> because his sister just showed him the WAP yesterday. Oh, you remember the WAP? <laughs> Cardi B and um, uh, what was the other That's lady's hard. name? That's hard. <laughs> I will get him to do a line dance. Oh, there we go. What's the one that I love so much? <laughs> His mom wants to learn the hustle. So I looked up the hustle um, line dance, which is like from the 70s. And yeah, I, was like, yeah, I used I to do it in my that. living room. Oh, right. Donna can, can teach. Oh, yeah. I, I have no idea what the heck the hustle is. So we'll all do the hustle, which has a John Travolta move in it. 
but what's my favorite one? Um, back it up now. Back it up. I can do it, but I, I can't. Oh my God. Can you give me your phone? This is going to kill me. Oh, the wobble. The wobble. Oh, the wobble? The wobble. wobble. God, I am like the queen of the wobble. I love the wobble. (laughs) Dude, I love that song. Okay, we'll do the Now we have a couple of, you know, on Instagram, you can make your own TikTok like things. You can use the Reels version now. And so, so you guys will all have that. to do your little line dances and put them up there. I guarantee well, you, I watched the WAP. To deserve this. <laughs> there will be no WAP. I cannot do that one. Okay? It, okay. it will be like comedic gold. So if you really want me to, uh, whatever. But I don't see anything wrong with it that. It will look nothing like Cardi B. <laughs> 10,000 followers. It'll take us at least to season seven or eight <laughs> to get that. Right. That's at best case scenario. Who knows? We may only make it to three. So. Right, right. 500. What do we do for 500? For 500 what? 500 Instagram followers. Oh my God. Like 10 grand is. is I'll sign up for a free virtual race. (laughs) Our Christmas one. So before Christmas, Christmas, we need 500 Instagram followers. Oh, he's doing it it anyway. He's doing it by default. That's community. He has to. That's That's community. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> ah, let's wrap this one up I think I've right. talked enough about virtual races and I've heard enough of vir- virtual races there is nothing wrong with virtual races I love it's what you races. get out of it it's yeah. what you get out of it if it works for you it works for you sign up for virtual races support your local races that need the help right now nothing against virtual races <laughs> And Ryan's running one on Sunday. If you have any thoughts on virtual races, you can email us at aloha at runohanapodcast.com. All right. He didn't miss it this week. With that, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's an Overcast? Overcast. It's like, I got to show you guys Overcast. I listen to all my podcasts on Overcast. It's got a cool little- What's the difference? Why is it really that great? It's got a little voice boost, so sometimes you get a podcast, probably like ours, where maybe the audios are a little funny, so it'll kind of do a voice boost. And so it's they got make a, me sound good. They make you sound better. And Everybody get well, overcast. Good is questionable, and it's you know it's all relative, but it'll make you sound better. Um, silent spaces, it'll automatically filter those out, so like there's large gaps in there. You can push this little button, and any podcast that you listen, and if it's got like large spaces, it'll kind of trim those out as well, so you can get more podcast listening done. Interesting. Yeah. Plus, you can kind of turn us up. I wonder how we sound on like 1.3 or 1.5 audio. That would be kind of interesting because I listen to all my podcasts like that. Everybody let us know. Yeah, yeah, let us know. But you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tap the subscribe button to receive new episodes when they're released. And (laughs) remember to rate and review the show. And as I mentioned, you can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Runohana Podcast. For Donna, for Britain, for Kim, I'm Ryan. Peace! And chicken greens! <laughs> <laughs>